Peace, good people. Peace. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And who else? And you, the listeners. Shout out to the listeners. On? The Black Love Podcast Network. Okay, there we go. What's in it? We are here today. Somehow, just now, literally, like, somebody's comment, question popped into my mind. Really? Yeah, but let's, we'll, we'll get back to it. They're here now, though. They're on my mind, so we're going to get to it. Don't lose it. Are you I will not it lose you it. You will not lose it. Oh, okay, it. okay, cool, cool. Well, we are here today, present, presently processing, uh-huh. and I'm going to open up our episode with, man, let me tell y'all, parenting ears is like <laughs> on a thousand like as soon as I hear something, I'm like, is it is it is it the baby? Is is Kamali crying? But no, those are actually dogs. <laughs> it's like she has an extra antenna. Man. It comes out. So sorry, if you hear me pause occasionally, it's like I'm listening to see if she's up because she's napping. But we will start this episode. If you pull out your soul affirmations text, touch your neighbor with consent, tell them to grab their text. Uh-huh. Okay. And turn to page 48. Okay, neighbor. And it reads. Today, I invite myself to live in the frequency of love. In this space, I am called to remember how truly special my journey has been. Yes. Today, I invite myself to live in the frequency of love. In this space, I am called to remember how truly special my journey Journey has has been. been. This is such a beautiful affirmation, Rika. Thank you again for lending yourself to the process and writing this for us, for me, for the listeners. For anyone who is indulging in the text. It's so beautiful because under the command of your voice, it just called me present to this particular podcast recording Mm. differently than I was prior to you reading this. Really? Yeah. My mind was actually in the comment section. Okay. (laughs) And I don't think that I had the love on my mind the way you just read it. Ooh. Yeah, really? yeah, it felt a little spicy. Ooh, yeah. So I like the affirmation. It kind of just grounded me. Yeah, yeah. I was about to be in the comments. Oh, actually. you was about to be in the comments. He was about to go. Are down. you still gonna go there? Yeah, I'm gonna go there with love. <laughs> okay, he's gonna go with love. Hey, at least going with love. That's that's how you want to do it. We do all things with love, Man. so that we all can love more abundantly. That is Come the practice right the there, reminders. and that's it's love. the practice, and you have to remember it, that's right? Love. Like that's what yes. we're all called here to do, and I find that to be so true in my parenting experience. Mm. I, with Kamali, I've had to remind her, not even remind her, but just you know what? It's really reminding myself that she came here already knowing exactly what it is that she's supposed to do here. Mm. I believe that, mm. and I also believe that she came with an abundance of love. And that her living and existing on this earth is going to require her to remember that through various circumstances. Mm -hmm. So I tell her occasionally like, hey, I want you to know that I'm going to remember what you are here to do, what you are called to do. I know that, you know, I know, you know, right now, like you got it in you. It's easy. You live moment by moment. Mm -hmm. You know, when you when you have an infant, when you have a baby that you're called to live in the present. Yes. Right. Yes. Because it's all on their schedule and what it is that they need. Precisely. (laughs) Precisely. And they show us so much in this moment to moment. Mm -hmm. My present needs are my present needs. They show us so much about the way we perceive time. Yeah. And the way it moves when your family grows. 
right? Mm. The time moves differently. The measures move differently. They do. <laughs> a good day is measure has a different set of metrics for me now. Right? Right. A good day is when all systems are working together. She is happy. I know what she needs. If she's crying, I know what that cry means. If she has this cry, I know what that means. It doesn't mean it doesn't come with some stretching. I stretch every day. That's what the parenting experience is about. But a good day for me is when the communication is all on circuit. I know mm. what she needs. I know what you need. You know what I need. You know what she needs. That's a good day nowadays, right? I love that you bring that up and point that out. This willingness to change your metrics. I had to write it down. Mm. Mm. That that invitation to parenting. It's yeah. it's a challenge, right? Yeah. We're we're already here with our own set of ideas ideals, how we want to do things, how we measure things already, right? But I find that in the experience of being Kamali's parent, those metrics change. Mm -hmm. And they changed with Kamayu as well. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize that I was engaging in parenting the same way, mm -hmm. right? Because she wasn't physically present with me. Mm -hmm. I did not have the interactions that I'm currently having with Kamali. Correct. However, I still have to learn how to be present with Kamali mm -hmm. because Kamali does not ascribe to the traditional ways that we communicate, that I mm -hmm. communicate with you. Mm -hmm. So I have to learn how to be present with her and understand who she is and her energy. That's how we communicate. Yeah. And so what I wanted to talk to you about is how I actually realized that I was doing this with Kamayu through being present with my grief. Mm, and mm. I didn't realize that this was a part of parenting in my experience has revealed to me that it requires me to be present in the moment mm. and be intentional. And in the same way that my identity shifted mm -hmm. with Kamayu, it shifts again. Mm-hmm. It's like I am the same person that I was before, but I'm that person and more. And now there's even more added to my plate. And there's more. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's this. I am the person I was and more sounds like abundance to me. Mm -hmm. Right. You have to go into a new space of grace, a new space of understanding, but ultimately a new identity of like, oh, there's more love here. Yeah. Right. But I love the way you set up the conversation concerning. When I was present with my grief with Kamayu, I didn't know that it was also part of my parenting experience, the way time was shifting, right? I lent that time shift to my understanding about grief. I didn't know it had anything to do with my identity as a parent, although my grief was concerning my identity as a parent. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that shift was still happening, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but I do recall the nesting, right? Mm-hmm. But that's on the other side of the time. That's on the wait and expectancy side. But certainly right. if the nesting happened, then so was the desire to be home, to mm. be inside that nest. While we thought that nest was attributed to grief and not wanting to engage with the outside, no, there was still a blessing on the inside that was insulated and just waiting for us because we learned that about being home with Kamali differently this time, right? Mm -hmm. So you're right, the shifts that occurred uh, the difference that I learned between this present experience with parenting and the experience with parenting that brought us here. Mm -hmm. I really like how you set it up. For me, it it felt like a, 
<laughs> I know it has nothing to do with the talking point. I'm not trying to lose anybody. <laughs> but if you ever seen a real nice point guard in a drill and they're handling the rock and they and they have two rocks and they handling them mm-hmm. and going in and out and doing the weave. Mm-hmm. The way I just saw you talking about this parenting experience with Kamali and Kamayu, mm-hmm. you were masterful. I loved how you were weaving through that. And but I watch you do it real time. But to hear you talk about it for me it was like, oh, snap, she going there. So big up. Thank you. Thank you. And I've been telling y'all that I'm an athlete. So I really appreciate Lord. how you brought that up. Lord. <laughs> Lord, if there's any, if there, are, if there are any believers on listening right now, oh, I, they're need believers. You, yes, I need you they to gather in prayer and right they now. Know, they know they've seen the videos of my workouts on your page. They know. I'll give you a fitness athlete. I won't give you a skilled sport athlete. Well, I object. Whoa, whoa. I, okay. <laughs> and? This is a conversation that Kareeg and I have quite often, have had quite often over the years. And I just want to remind you. Y'all, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why we keep having this Folks conversation. Folks, we trying to say I'm not an athlete, but we're not going to stay there. We just, okay. Kareeg, y'all heard it today. Y'all heard what he said. So, <laughs> I, as I was listening to you run that back for me um, and how... I understand my role as a parent with, with both. Mm-hmm. I um, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but I'm trying to find my way back into understanding. I think if I if I go ahead and just reflect on what my experience looked like with Kamayu and in, in my grief, mm-hmm. right? I remember wanting to have this connection with her. Mm-hmm. And I remember being offered several different mediums by which it is believed that I would have a direct connection with her. And I remember the day that I realized I have everything in me already that affords my connection with her. Mm. I had to remember that, right? I had her, so she's mine. And if anybody's got the connection, right, it's me. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to come by traditional means. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to talk to her like I talk to you and I'm not going to be able to come to her, um, say she's crying, you know, mm-hmm. like one would do when they are caring for their child Earthside. I'm not going to be able to monitor her development, her cognitive development and her physical development. Right. Mm-hmm. But those are just one. I'm able to understand now those are just one sides, not one side. Those are just specific sides of parenting, but they're not the only side of parenting that exists for a parent. Mm-hmm. You have to, like I said, do some inner work. And I realized that I was doing that with Kamayu in my grief. So when I was making time to be present in the moment of the grief, it allowed for me to communicate with her in the means that was her energy, right? That was her essence. And that's how we have the tap on the window pane. And that's how we have the butterfly kiss and that's how we have the kiss on the back of the neck right all of these things and I recognize now that that same work is required of me with Kamali and I have to be willing to be present in those moments present with myself and connecting with her Mm. I have yet fully embedded myself in that practice because of all of the other developments that we are emphasized to keep track of her 
Like I Mm -hmm. said, her cognitive and her physical development, like when you go to the doctor, they don't talk to you about that spiritual connection that you have with your child. They talk to you about the other milestone. But these ones are very true. If you are able and you're willing to change your metrics, right, Mm -hmm. you are able to, I would argue, you are able to practice love and see with a lens of love that creates those those moments of connection. Does that make sense, Riga? It does make sense. What I hear you talking about is in the parenting experiencing experience, if we are willing to change our metrics, it could lend itself to us being able to experience love more abundantly. I would say that, yes. I guess what I'm saying is the same way that there are spiritual lessons with Kamayu, they also are, they exist with Kamali. And over time, I will I will learn more about what they are, but I have to be committed to doing that work Being in my present. Yeah, yeah. It's like I can't project of what the future will hold. Yeah, about this practice mm-hmm. because this practice is in the present. Exactly, and I am hoping to maintain this practice beyond this moment. But all I have is this moment, right? And you're talking about well, she reminds me all I have is this moment because the moments by which she lives, precisely. What I hear you talking about is the spiritual lessons, milestones, happenings, experiences that at least we haven't yet heard about mm-hmm. in the parenting experience. Now, I also say that there is this, at least I've observed, a hyper focus that you have around her physical and physiological development. Because you want to know that you're doing a good job. So to hear you go from all of the things that the doctors say we must do for her to be healthy and to hear you shift into a space of now, here's my requirement for myself to be healthy, to grow with her spiritually, to understand her spiritually. This is me hearing this first time, real time on this episode. And I love it. Right. I love it. And I want to reinforce this part of your Eternal experience, mm. your identity, mm. um, the wisdom you hold, right? It comes from changing your metrics on your terms so that you are also increasing your capacity to love because I'm watching you give more than I've ever seen one give. Insofar as I'm watching you be present for Kamali and still making time to reflect and be present with Kamayu. So there's a different type of giving that I see you exhibit right now. So to hear you say I'm engaging in a new set of metrics that is more closely related to mine and my child's spiritual connection and development. Those are beautiful becomings, blossomings. Like we have these um, lilies in here Mm -hmm. and they open up so beautifully. Mm -hmm. And what I'm seeing right now is the opening of your flower as a mother to take inventory on all the things that make you and your children healthy. Mm. You've been doing a bang up job at breastfeeding and all the hours it demands of you physically, just on the record in the conversation, there have been times where I've tried to convince Felicia to sleep more. And she's up looking for Kamali because she's ready to breastfeed. So then me and Kamali had to start taking walks (laughs) to be absolutely gone. So mom would go back to sleep. 
But what I'm saying is I've seen you perform uh, in such a dedicated manner to her health and physical development. It's a beautiful blossoming to hear you change the metric because you are that and that much more. Mm -hmm. And now you are including your and your children's spiritual connection in their development. And that's beautiful, Fee. Thank you, Ria. Really, I just want to ensure that the same connection that I have with Kamayu, I want to be able to have that with Kamali. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I recognize that it, it, it is, it does not come by, I keep saying this word, right, but the traditional means of how we communicate. It happens more intentionally, mm. right? And it requires more of me, um, which can be a challenge because it's outside of what I see in front of me. I think you also remind me of that connection. I, I honestly believe that you and Kamali are in regular practice of that connection, just as you were with Kamali. But in the same way, like, you take those walks and everything is fine. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're already navigating through her energy and like who she is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I like the balance of the household. Yeah. Because, you know, if it were to me, it would be all based on this feel and this spiritual intuition. Mm. But that isn't less or more than because difference doesn't mean deficit. Hey. Then the way you show up for her on the beat around the clock and the feeling we get when she goes to the pediatrician right and she weighing in like a champ but we look at him <laughs> like yeah what's happening <laughs> i told you <laughs> but i remember in the early experience of the visits the questions the worries yeah and i could not invite that karika right. was so good about not inviting it i couldn't i just want to point that out you were so good at not inviting it like I've learned a lot about my thoughts, my prayers, and what power I do have. And Kamali is here. Go ahead, you about to say something. No, it just it makes me think about undergrad and how when we first discovered how differently you and I learned uh -huh. in the classroom. <laughs> so Kariga had a test and he was preparing for this test. I don't remember what subject it was, but I was helping him study. I asked him what something was and he gave me an answer that was reflective of how he understood it. And I was like, man, that ain't the answer. The answer is, and this is the textbook answer. I'm like, this is, this is what you need to know. Stop I trying to put it in your own words. Stop trying to understand it your way, but rather understand it the way they have it written in this book listen to and it me. was so funny i'm like yo this is you and i are so different this is how i've gotten through school and i had to get to a discipline that allowed me to get through school the way i hey exist. and i value it right. so much i'm a sociologist and <laughs> there now there there was his name was dr charles amisa mm -hmm. was his name <laughs> and he was over the part of research that is very literal which you understand as a researcher, right? Yeah. And I got it. I was wanting to synthesize and process and pull on it to see if it was valid for me. Mm -hmm. And he would always ding me. <laughs> and I'll be like, but I understand what you're saying. I just don't agree with that way of defining it. And he would tell me, well, 
he didn't care what I thought, right? He, <laughs> he'd make it very clear. Um, but that was in the intro class and I struggled. But by the time I took advanced, he understood me as a learner, mm-hmm. as a student. Mm-hmm. He became my dog, actually. <laughs> but as you point out our different learning styles, it is my deepest desire to cultivate the both of these perspectives in our children. Yeah. Because I give you props for the way you can uh, study, synthesize, and pass the exam. Me, I'm learning different. I'm interrogating. I'm processing, right? I'm synthesizing to a level that can inform how I move with that information. But that's just like on the input-output side. I value the way you see the world. Y'all, I value the way Felicia reads the instruction manual. (laughs) All right, like let's get some things clear. I value the way she reads instruction manuals and sets up all. Read the instruction manual, y'all, real quick. (laughs) If anybody's watched Fatherhood already, (laughs) there is a part where his his name is Matt, right? On the movie, Mm -hmm. well, Kevin Hart is putting together the crib. This is after the baby got here. He's finally putting together the crib. And his friend is reading the instructions to him and he asks him where I guess some screw is. And he's like, I don't see it. He immediately says, I don't see it. I don't even think he looked for it. And he was like, come on, man, you're not even trying. It's right next to your foot. That is Karika and the instruction manual. Not exactly. Um, I'm more of the Kevin Allen type. Still put it all together. Never read the manual. Right. <laughs> trying to get it off key like a cheap piano. So what happens is. <laughs> I'll take an attempt mm-hmm. based on my interest or my ability to believe I can succeed. Mm. But more than reading the manual, I am inclined to hire somebody, right? Because I don't, <laughs> I'm not interested in reading the manual. I'm interested in optimizing my function and my time by using the gadget device I otherwise purchased. I wish I could see this, this smile but on this my is, face. <laughs> isn't it true though? But imagine a household mm-hmm. where you outsourced everything because yeah. you prefer not to have the time. What I'm saying is I value the way you make time mm-hmm. for understanding in the ways that you do. Ooh, and I value the way that you do as well, Rika. So very much. Dab me up there. Yeah, I'm dabbing you because I feel like it lends. Oh, that's for the charge. <laughs> I feel like it, <laughs> it lends so much to what is actually true. That difference doesn't mean deficit. And... We all have our varied ways and experiences that shape our choices and Mm -hmm. who we are, how we love as well. Speaking of how we love, I told y'all that I was in the comment section. Ah, here he go. He was in the comments. When we began, I was not in the comment section with love. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Slim, who are you talking to? But I think in this case, I can separate myself from any offense because i don't desire to put on that jacket Ooh, yep right. we don't love wear the jacket of offense it could be easy to put that jacket on slip it right on it always comes right your size it always comes in <laughs> it your comes size. in your size like tailor-made <laughs> okay <laughs> offense comes to you tailor-made you can just slip it on like mm. <laughs> i feel mm. i feel like smacking somebody right like <laughs> it comes with an extra strong backhand but <laughs> the repercussions of it is the work you have to do inside yourself when your energy goes astray, Ooh, right? When you let work. somebody take you uh, to a place that reflects where their energy is, not where yours is. And you got to journey all the way back to where you belong. 
So to me, that's inefficient travel. That's inefficient use of my gifts and my energy. Mm -hmm. uh, so with love now, I visit that same comment section that I came with a little <laughs> bit of spice with. In the beginning. <laughs> but uh, in paraphrasing, I don't even think this person, it sounded like they were observing our story, but they also just looked like a troll. And and then now that I'm not judging, I'm just saying the page looked pretty empty, but they were based on, yeah, on our making, metrics. Yeah. <laughs> they were room. making a, a inference with an assumption that we are unable to experience Kamali without comparison to Kamayu <laughs> and question, right, without it being like some type of consolation prize, whatever they meant. I know they wouldn't even say that if they were in 50 feet of me. But, <laughs> but what I am saying is you just take your time and continue to listen uh, with love as our parenting experience, as we desire to share more, you'll learn more about what we actually feel and share. Mm. And there's so much more to what we experience than we could ever share on any online medium or any one episode of a podcast. But I love that in Felicia's own time, we heard her address how she is making room to parent Kamali for who she is and making room to parent Kamali for who she is. And when you do that, you get to exist in this abundance because you are parenting in the present and the beyond mm. without projecting into the beyond. You're already there. Mm. You are Kamayu's mother mm -hmm. forevermore. Right. Yeah. And no one has a metric to tell you where that direction goes. Ooh, isn't right? that the best part? No one has one. No one can. But only you are her mother. Only me. And whatever weight that crown comes with. Mm-hmm. I like your posture and I like how you carry it. I also like how you are presently engaged in all of Kamali's needs. Aww. You do it with such dedication and such grace and really and truly, insofar as I can see, totally dedicated and present to what she needs. Thank I you, love man. it. I love how you, the other matters of this world dissolve to you for a moment as you are in her world. Nothing else around you matters. And it is my work to make sure that all the needs around you all are provided so that you can be present to the level in which I see you be present. See, and this is what I'm talking about, how you just described what my parenting experience has been with Kamali has very much, that is the experience with Kamali. Mm -hmm. it, it, was, it looked like grief, right? But that's what was happening. I remember seeing it. Now I know. And very similar to the way I had to make covering. Mm -hmm. I talked about that in the episode. I had to cover you while you grieve. Mm -hmm. It's no different than the way I cover you when we are in a car. Mm -hmm. And you can't have your eyes on the road mm -hmm. because you have your eyes on Kamali. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is my job to cover us. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what um, I'm saying. It is my job. If you have to stop in the park and breastfeed, it's my job to make that work easier. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Assist. Um, if you want to cover, provide one. If you want me to block the wind that is blowing in her eye, interrupting <laughs> her feeding. It's my job to do that. Right. I'll find the wind. I'll go pick a blade of grass. I don't care if you're in the concrete. I'll go run and find one blade of grass and hold it up and, and figure out which way that wind is blowing. Shut I'm trying to tell up. you there's, there's nothing I wouldn't do. But it is a deep joy to cover and be present. I still learn things from my mom and my dad that are very unique mm -hmm. i mentioned they aren't on social media yeah right mm -hmm. 
So they don't get any colloquialisms. They don't get any meme references. It's just not part of the conversation with them. But when I'm around them, I love watching their behavior. Yeah. Right. There is no scroll. Right. It's just not happening. They are connecting and or engaging and or not connecting with each other in different ways. Right. (laughs) You could just name all the all the spheres in which it exists. I love how I'm called to that ancestral wisdom, the way my family did it, the way I saw us do it and the way I knew we've been doing it for years, whether it's here in the States or in Jamaica. I'm present with her. I enjoy being present with her, not inquiring about something else outside of her. Yeah. I tell her all the time, I'm curious. I want her to know that her father's always curious about her. And I want to observe with a, with a lens of love and a scientific lens. Yeah. So I can begin to know your habits, your pattern. When when you rub that eye, is that is that a nap I see coming on? <laughs> right? Um, I want to know what each cry means until you can articulate it with words. Yeah. And then I want to help understand what you're meaning to say and make you more effective in your communication, mm-hmm. right? So you can experience the world the way I know it can be for you. But knowing how you feel and knowing how to express your feelings is always going to be connected to the liberation we're seeking. Mm. So I desire that for all my children. I look forward to continuing the practice with you. You're amazing. Nah, man, it's you. You got game. No, it's you. It's you. you got, you got game. all the game. Korea comes with all the gems. And when I say game, I do not mean like a sport. Uh, okay. I mean. Seriously. No, I mean it. I have an affirmation. Okay. That I'd like to close with. Okay. And it reads, I am an athlete. Lord, no. <laughs> if we have if we have the prayer, if we have the parishioners out there, that, that is nowhere near published. No, no, no. In Felicia's lines. Okay. Um, it's actually on page 40. I just and it I didn't even like go through all of the pages. I opened up here and I felt like this was a good mm. a good place, a good space to to be in. Way to go. If you have your, you should, because in the beginning of this episode, I asked you to grab your text. It shouldn't be too far. Page 40. Felicia behaving like Miss Hughes on Friday. (laughs) And Miss Hughes, what page 15 on? Shut up. Today, I am in a spirit of abundance. In this space, I am incapable of holding on to a single worry. Today, I'm in a spirit of abundance. In this space, I'm incapable of holding on to a single worry. I like that. I want to go forth with that. Yeah. In the I, remainder of this day. I like it. I like it. I like how the affirmation actually calls me uh, to be present. Yeah. And I also want to say something I just observed about what today felt like. Mm-hmm. When I smile a lot, my thoughts travel really far. <laughs> and that's how I kept going into all those other spaces. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a, a joy ride, if you will. That's what this episode felt like. Yeah. I just really appreciate where you opened us, where you brought us on that journey. And I wish for all of our listeners um, to be incapable of holding on to a single worry. Ooh. That's what we that's, that's what, what we desire. That's yeah. what I desire. Yeah. I'm capable of I'm in the spirit of abundance. I'm incapable of holding on to a single worry. Can't do it, not even you ask me to. But what I will ask you to do <laughs> is to rate. Yes review so we can continue to build this community together yes may we all love more abundantly thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of soul affirmations with kariga and felicia you go for (laughs) you on the black love podcast network peace
Massive love. <laughs>